0: Praise the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We welcome you to our core continuing order of religious education. We wish you a happy new year. Truly, Jesus is Lord, and we are just gratified in him. Um, This evening, I'm starting a new series on growing up in him, spiritually growing up in him. And this is knowing Jesus. Growing and knowing. And we all have to grow in grace. Uh, From the moment we get saved, born again, blood washed, we start a growth process through the power of the blessed Holy Spirit. And he wants to take us from fickleness to faith because we're unstable, uncertain, uncommitted. So God begins this great um, uh, influence of his blessed Holy Spirit into our lives Gradually Is progressive sanctification Changing us to the image of Jesus So in Ephesians chapter 4 Paul starts out in verse 1 and Says I beseech you Therefore brethren And he calls himself A prisoner I'm the prisoner Of the Lord Jesus Christ Now let me stop Paul's part That word prisoner denotes I'm sold out I'm fully committed to him to him Now, that may sound simplistic to you, but everybody's not just committed to Jesus. They're committed to a whole lot of other things. And Paul was sold out to the point where all of his commitment was to Jesus. First, he's first. He's first in everything. He says, I, the prisoner, beseech you, I urge you to love one another, to be humble, patient, and to express love to one another. So... Um, Last week, last Sunday, I preached on um, our traumas that leads to triggers that leads to trouble. And trauma is the historical aspect of our lives. Things happen to us that we, sometimes we can't even touch base with it. Uh, Atmospheres we were around, a lack of love, you know. A lack of uh, loyalty by parents or siblings and that trauma leads to triggers we all have these triggers that when something hits us the wrong way we we have triggers that go off and typically it leads to trouble God wants to transform us he wants to metamorphosize and change our minds so here in Ephesians 4 as we begin to look at what Paul is writing and growing up in him God wants us to grow to spiritual maturity. Now, that spiritual maturity takes years because we are so self-centered, so self-dependent, so selfish that God has to drive all that out in order for us to serve others, sacrifice for others, and submit to Him. And submit to others. Those are three things we naturally don't do on our own we got to learn how to serve, how to submit and how to sacrifice without us being in the picture. Okay? Uh you'd be surprised how many people claim to be committed but they make sure that their stuff is on the table first. So we got to let go and let God in here. In Ephesians chapter 4, this maturity that Paul is talking about He deals with the gifts, and we're going to get to that. He deals with the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the glory of God. One of the things that we must understand is that as we grow, growing and knowing, God wants us to have discernment as to his will. What is God's will? His will is for us to be like Jesus. Now, we are far cry from that. It's going to take a lot of time to denounce amen, and then dedicate ourselves to him, okay? It's going to take the Holy Spirit time and power and effort to change the way we think our minds. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And some of our thinking is contrary to the word, okay? So uh, one of the things that Paul begins to do in this growth, uh, growing and knowing is that you can't grow unless you know. You got to know Jesus, and the only way you know him is by reading his word, okay? We have to search the scriptures. We have to see Jesus, uh, beginning with Matthew, all the way to Revelation, New Testament. The Lord Jesus Christ is, is poured out in his earthly life of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We see the life of Jesus, how he responded, how he uh, led, how, how, how he led the disciples, uh, things that bothered him, things that he oversaw uh, in people's lives. So as we grow, growing and knowing, I got to know Jesus. I got to know who he is. Not know of him, know him. It's a difference. Uh, people going to hell know of him. But the save that study and are committed to him, they know him, uh, that you may know him in the power of his might, kratos, bulldozing power. So just in that phrase, which comes out of Philippians, that we may know him in the power of his might, he has the might to move whatever, whatever in our lives that is interfering with us living for him. He's able to move uh, mental uh, uh, mindsets. He's able to move emotions. He's able to move feelings. He's able to move my stuff, you know, my, 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 uh, the the sinful things that are in my life. He's able to move. it. So Paul, in this chapter, Growing and Knowing, first there is a discernment we got to discern the word of God, so we move from fickleness to faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. By it, the elders received a good report. So how do I learn faith? I'm glad you asked. That God wants to bring discernment into our lives. When is God really speaking to you? When is it that God is instructing you? I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way that you go. I will guide you with my eye. Okay? Psalm 32. But that comes after we repent. Read Psalm 32. And again, Sheree did a great job on New Year's Eve. But I will, this is a promise of God, I will instruct you. All right? I'm going to give you some lessons on leaning on me. I will instruct you. I will teach you. That's an ongoing process. In the way that you should go, I will guide you with my eye. Then he says, Don't be like the, ho- the horse or the mule who needs to have something in their mouth to control them a bridle to control them. So, one of the things that we see is that God wants us to have discernment. When is God speaking? When is Satan speaking? When am I speaking? When am I needs speaking? We got to discern God. Secondly, we got to understand that God is about. Uh, developing us. He wants to develop us in the faith. He wants to move the bad, bring in the good. He wants us not to react, but to respond. He wants us to lean on him for strength in our struggles. So there's a development process that's going to take years. And when you look back, you and I need to see that I'm more like Jesus as I stay in this word. The key is Joshua 1, meditate in my word day and night. Meditate in my word day and night. The word meditate is how a cow eats, uh, uh, the, you know, the cut. He, he eats it. He regurgitates. He eats it again. We got to stay in that word and understand the word. So God wants us not only to have development, I mean discernment, but development. And, and over the years that I've been saved, God has developed a mindset, my heart my will. Now, I still mess up, okay, but but I mess up less than I used to mess up because I've been developed and I'm under that word. He wants to develop our faith. Our, our pistis is the Greek word for faith, P-I-S-T-I-S. He wants to develop our faith that even in the fire, even when storms come, we hold on and we believe God. You've got to believe God through the mess. You've got to believe God through the storms. You've got to believe God when you don't feel good about yourself. You've got to believe God. Okay, so that development process is is an ongoing process. Every day, God is developing us to have the mind of Christ. But then, not only discernment development, but dependence. God wants us to to depend fully on him. He's given us spiritual gifts. He gives us guidance through the blessed Holy Spirit. He gives us a glorifying life. He wants us to depend on him. For what? I need to depend on him for everything. Everything. In everything, give thanks. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, Proverbs 3, and lean not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge, and he will direct thy paths. We need to depend on him for the little things and for the large things, for the present and the future, for my feelings and my faith. I need to depend for our children and grandchildren, our marriages. We need to depend fully on him. Look to the Lord and let the Lord be your sufficiency. So one of the things that we see here in Ephesians 4 is he's, I'm urging you, um, amen, as I am a prisoner in Jesus Christ. I'm sold out, but I'm urging you with all humility, that's the emptying of ourselves, to love one another and to be patient and live a life of peace. So in this new year, we choose to live a life of peace. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. No argument, no imagination, no attack of the enemy is going to work. I have my eyes on Jesus. And and Isaiah 26, 3 says, Thou will keep thee in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee, growing and knowing. Read Ephesians 4, read Ephesians 5. Read Ephesians six. In Ephesians one is the wisdom of God. He's awesome. In Ephesians two is the work of God through grace. In Ephesians three is is the is the is the works and manifold works of God. Ephesians four is the walk of God. How we walk, how we talk, how we think, how we reason should have his listen, discernment, development, independence. We love you. Have a great day.